0: Joe lay on the deck of the rented boat, hands behind his head, watching the clouds. Puffs of blinding white in a crystal blue California sky. They were in a state of constant motion, always changing, never remaining the same. He liked that. It reminded him of his life, fluid and full of surprises. He never knew when a cream puff might turn unexpectedly into a ferocious dragon. But Joe liked it that way. He liked never knowing what was behind the door, the lady or the tiger. And certainly, since he'd been a SEAL, he'd had his share of both. But today, there were neither ladies nor tigers to face. Today, he was on leave, shore leave, it was called in the Navy. Funny he should spend the one day of shore leave he had this month, far from the shore, out on a fishing boat. Not that he'd spent very much time lately at sea, In fact, in the past few months, he'd been on a naval vessel exactly 96 hours, and that had been for training. Some of those training hours he'd spent as an instructor, but some of the time he'd been a student. That was all part of being a Navy SEAL. No matter your rank or experience, you always had to keep learning, keep training, keep on top of the new technology and methodology. Joe had achieved expert status in nine different fields, but those fields were always changing, just like those clouds that were floating above him, just the way he liked it. Across the deck of the boat, dressed in weekend grunge clothes similar to his own torn fatigues and ragged T-shirt, Harvard and Blue were arguing good-naturedly over who had gotten the most depressing letter from the weekly mail call. Joe himself hadn't gotten any mail, Nothing besides Bill's, that is. Talk about depressing. Joe closed his eyes, letting the conversation float over him. He'd known Blue for eight years, Harvard for about six. Their voices, Blue's thick south of the Mason-Dixon line drawl, and Harvard's nasal, upper-class Boston accent, were as familiar to him as breathing. It still sometimes tickled him that out of their entire seven-man SEAL team— the man that Blue was closest to, after Joe himself, was Daryl Becker, nicknamed Harvard. Carter Blue McCoy and Daryl Harvard Becker, the redneck rebel and the Ivy League-educated Yankee black man, both SEALs, both better than the best of the rest, and both aware that there was no such thing as prejudices and prejudgments in the Navy SEALs. Out across the bay, The blue-green water sparkled and danced in the bright sunshine. Joe took a deep breath, filling his lungs with the sharp, salty air. Oh, Lord, Blue said, turning to the second page of his letter. Joe turned toward his friend. What? Jerry's getting married, Blue said, running his fingers through his sun-bleached blonde hair. To Jenny Lee Beaumont. Jenny Lee had been Blue's high school girlfriend. She was the only woman Blue had ever talked about, the only one special enough to mention. Joe exchanged a long look with Harvard. Jenny Lee Beaumont, huh? Joe said. That's right, Blue nodded, his face carefully expressionless. Jerry's gonna marry her. Next July. He wants me to be his best man. Joe swore softly. You win. Harvard conceded. Your mail was much more depressing than mine. Joe shook his head, grateful for his own lack of entanglement with a woman. Sure, he'd had girlfriends down through the years, but he'd never met anyone he couldn't walk away from. Not that he didn't like women, because he did. He certainly did. And the women he usually dated were smart and funny, and as quick to shy away from permanent attachments as he was. He would see his current lady friend on occasional weekend leaves, and sometimes in the evenings when he was in town and free. But never, ever had he kissed a woman good night, or good morning, as was usually the case, then gone back to the base and sat around daydreaming about her, the way Bob and Wesley had drooled over those college girls they'd met down in San Diego, or the way Harvard had sighed over that Hawaiian marine biologist they'd met on Guam, What was her name? Rachel. Harvard still got that kicked puppy look in his brown eyes whenever her name came up. The truth was, Joe had been lucky. He'd never fallen in love, and he was hoping his luck would hold. It would be just fine with him if he went through life without that particular experience. Thank you very much.